Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, things are about to get a little wild here on the Roach Coach Podcast as we are back with the boys. I'm sorry, the men. <laughs> of Rammstein. Of Ram- what is it? Is it Rammstein? We, apparently we said it completely wrong the entire last time we did it. Is it Rammstein? I always thought it was like Rammstein. Rammstein. All right. Rammstein. And their album, Mutter. Very excited. It's been a, it's been a wild week with this one. Uh, Jenny, are you, are you ready to go with this? I think so, yeah. All right. Before we get to that, though, we've got to talk about a few things. Number one, who's touring? Who's touring? Who is? Everybody's on tour, you guys. Static X with Devil Driver and Dope touring the United States of America and have, beyond. Have we figured out who the lead singer is going to be? We have not talked about this on the show yet. So they announced this tour. They post up some videos. They post up some pics the band right now you got all the original guys from wisconsin death trip and then standing with them someone who looks sort of like wayne static but he's got like a like a slipknot mask that looks like wayne but he's got the spiky hair and it's a mystery and i sent it to you guys and we all were like what is this and then we found the press release and in the press release they said I know everyone wants to know who the singer is, but we feel like now's not the time to talk about that. What? <laughs> You're expecting me to buy tickets. Mm. What is the show going to be? Yeah, I mean, did we talk about who we think it makes the most sense that it would be? We haven't, we haven't talked about it, so we don't know. So who, who, do, we, who, do, who do you think it is? Uh, I mean, probably like does, right? My thought is, though, is that that's a lot of work because they're advertising it as a full headlining. It's like it's a co-headlining tour with Devil Driver. So you're going to get a full Devil Driver set and a full Static X set. That's a lot of work for one vocalist. Uh, he's a he's a hardworking man. <laughs> okay. That would be my... I, I, it's It's got to be somebody that's in one of the bands, right? That just makes the most sense, but maybe not. Matt, your thoughts on this? I don't even fathom a guess. I haven't, like, why wouldn't you lead with that? Like, hey, and paying homage to Wayne Static on vocals is, boom, just lay it on us, guys. I don't understand what the deal is with the suspense here. All right. Well, they're going to be playing Harpo's in Detroit in July. Yeah. We are little Harpos. We are contemplating. That's the only word I want to use. Contemplating, attending. I haven't peed in uh, in a garbage can in a while. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't think any of us have. Well, so speak for yourself. Okay. Um, other people on tour. Head PE at the Machine Shop. They're back. Yeah, boys. They're back. Seven Dust doing three shows at the machine shop they did two sold them out immediately they said let's do another one except at this one we're gonna do our album home front to back 
Seven Dust is living at the machine shop this summer. Very so. nice. Very nice. Um, and, uh, and finally, not really new metal related, but, uh, me related, uh, stabbing Westward will be at the machine shop playing darkest days in its entirety. Very exciting. Going to try to go to that show. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, we also got an email, Jenny, from Andrew Wolf. We sure did. Uh, and Andrew Wolf says recommendations and shit. Uh, so it's just fell upon a new metal comp called New New Metal from 2017. Oh. As experts on all things new and roachy, you guys need to verify just how new metal these tracks are. Will they fit into the canon? Will it still be a good party or will the party have complete nuclear face melting while Mr. Loudrock stomps our shit? <laughs> Find out next time on Roach Coach. Hashtag only Roach Riders survive nukes. Andrew Thomas Wolf. Thank you. It's a very presidential name, Andrew. <laughs> it is. You have my vote. Um, so I looked up this comp, and it is indeed a who's who of new guys in new metal. Um, it really seems to have been compiled from all the bands that are profiled in the back half of the new metal resurgence book by Matt Carp. Uh, bands like Front Street and Keychain and their like. I'm curious. I, I feel like it'd be an interesting sort of dive in, like a sampler of sorts. Um, I'm not sure what when we would want to do it, but I do think we should do it. All right. Throw it on that list. There we go. Jenny, we did an Incubus episode. Oh, yeah, we did. And we got emails and Facebook posts and tweets about it. We got an email from Jeremy. He said, genius list. Hey, loved the episode. Tim was great. Quick note, you should put Brandon in the genius list twice because of his having multiple pseudonyms. But that's just my opinion. You have been heard, Jeremy. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, over on Facebook, Chris Freeman said, Funky Ken had a field day with this one. Great episode. <laughs> oh, Missed yeah. opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yes, I diggery do. Oh, I missed that didgeridoo. Oh, Anybody order something funky? Oh, boy. Funky well, Ken. Funky Ken. Lars Martinson says this. Clap. Fucking clap. Album. Clap. Heart. Fire. 100. Uh, thank you, Lars. Thank you. Uh, Daniel Hedger. Hedger. There we go. Said, dudes. Battle Scar Scratch Latica. I haven't finished the ep yet, so maybe you work it out later, but arg, we did not work it out later. No. We're still working it out. Um, and uh, thank you for that, Daniel. Thank you very much. Uh, Alan Smock says, you guys just had to wait until an Incubus super fan was in the studio to read my comment trashing Incubus. We did. Uh, I actually own this album and tried to force myself to like it. It didn't work. Pardon Me was a good song, but the rest I just really couldn't get into. I think Pardon Me is a bit of a bait and switch. It's like, cool, here's a song about being burned alive and trying to escape your shitty life. Let's buy the album. Okay, I guess the rest is all incense and self-discovery. <laughs> the worst, he said. I bought Fear Factory's Obsolete not long after. Now there's a great album for fans of self-immolation. And he said he's still a huge fan of Funky Ken. And gave us a, a hot Funky Ken meme. Thank you, Alan. Did you... somebody order something funky? Yes, Alan did. And you are a true American treasure, Alan. Thank you. Uh, Nick Fenton said uh, he had the same reaction 
that uh, uh, Alan Smock had. He bought this album because of Pardon Me, listened to it once, and then never again. I get Oof. it. Uh, Cameron LeMance rolled through with an all-timer of a comment. This takes me way back to being a teenager and hating Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, claws were out for the bus. I, they were. I don't. The that was just a perfect comment. Thank you, Cameron. Mm. Uh, Chris Duff said, "I remember being slightly put off by this record because I really like Science and Fungus Among Us, but it grew on me. Have not listened to it in a few years. Excited to your take on it. Well, I hope it turned out okay for you, Chris. Chad Worrell says, "I don't know if it's new metal, but I absolutely love this album. Thank you for that hot positive yeah. take." Yes, thank you, Chad. Uh, Timothy John Henderson uh, listed down all of the things that he enjoyed about the episode. Thank you so much, Timothy. We appreciate uh, we appreciate it. Matt Murphy says, not very new. At the very least, it's very great. Uh, I love every song except for the last one. I don't know. Pardon me sells it for me. I just don't. I don't care afterwards. Anyway, this album defined my sophomore year of high school. The three years since then have just gone by so fast. Wow, I'm so old. Sarcasm, by the way. Uh, okay, I don't know how old you are, Matt. That just gave me severe <laughs> yeah. pause. Anyway, I, I, yeah, I was just like, wait, how old? How old's Matt? <laughs> uh, and then this episode gave me a new appreciation for Battlestar Scratch Track. Did somebody order something funky? Yeah. Let me talk to you about your mobile plan, baby. Oh, boy. I got to get oh, on a boy. family plan soon, Ken. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can help you out. You need to upgrade your phone. Sure. Also, do you officiate our wedding? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, you. boy. Uh, so my, Do you uh, funky lady take this funky man? <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, murder me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Nothing Mitch wants more than uh, to be married by someone in character from our show. Uh-huh. That would you'd love that. Yes. You'd love that. Oh, I'd love to get married by a bit from your show. <laughs> that would really make his heart sing. I think it'd be really great if you if you swapped out and you decided halfway through that you were going to marry them as Mortis. Mm, yes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> we will all cry together there. Uh so Jenny, you and I were looking at this comment from Mike Overluck. And uh, he said, here's my long-winded Incubus story that after writing, I realized it's like 10% Incubus. Oh, well. And immediately we got a little worried because the last time somebody told us a story about a band that only ended up having about 10% of that band in it, we all got a little scarred. Yep. So. <laughs> we sure did. Thank- thankfully, there are no impossible three ways in this story. Oh, shit. Yeah. But the key part is uh, they went to uh, OzFest, they saw Pitch Shifter, they saw Soulfly, there was rain, all this stuff. They get kicked out for throwing mud. They run into Mike Einzinger from Incubus. He's uh, he's on a golf cart. And they walked up to him and uh, Mike's buddy said, hey, I'm a huge fan and I love your music. Mike Einzinger, total dick. He gave the 2001 equivalent equivalent of cool story, bro, and drove off. Every time I hear Incubus, I think of that story. Mm, you heard it here first. Mm. Mm, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully uh, people have been nicer to your bud, Mike. I hope so. Yes. Uh, Molly Lampy. She says, ooh, V excited to listen to this. Hope it turned out well for you, Molly. Thanks for mm-hmm. the comment. Thank you. 
Duke Cannon said, I got this album for Christmas when I was 16, along with Corn Issues, Filter Title, A Record, and Nothing Face Violence. Merry motherfucking Christmas on that one. <laughs> Uh, I thought I had hit the jackpot, and this was the last one I listened to, and I was just wrecked. Science was a barn burner of a new metal album, and I get it. Bands need to evolve, but they did, but it was just so disappointing. I just couldn't grow to love it because of what I wanted it to be versus what it actually was. Looking back, it's an okay album, pretty generic on all fronts. I've heard far worse by them, but this is the album that I left Incubus behind on. I'll just live in the past with Science, LOL. Thanks for the episode, guys. You are welcome. All right. Elric says, poor Tim would have been zero and two with either band name. And he shows us that Havoc exists as a band and so does Delta Nine. Keep trying, Tim. Keep trying. Keep trying. Uh, Jeffrey Thomas says, I feel like out of all the albums you've reviewed, this one is the most likely for your mom to ask you to borrow and then listen to it in the bathtub with a glass of wine. I don't really see that happening with Loud Rocks. You are correct. Mm-hmm. So far, so true. Uh, Garrett Fuller says, one of my favorite bands of all time. My theory is that the band got better each time Brandon Boyd got a new koi fish tattoo, which is a lot. (laughs) Tim was awesome. Great episode. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman said, I went to tell my family about how Lauren had shot himself in the foot picking this album since it was all but guaranteed a lot of funky Ken uh, that makes Lauren irrationally angry. My kid's response was, Funky Ken is stupid. I'd rather have Disco Chuck who wants to save you money on your car insurance. Wow. I First of all, the first thing I love is that Jason is like, guys, I got to tell you something like over dinner. <laughs> Everyone put your phones down. Yeah. I've got some news. I And then I love that his kid came for Funky Ken. <laughs> yes. Funky Ken is stupid. Disco Chuck. That's the shit. All right. Well, stay tuned. Maybe maybe someday we'll get Disco Chuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Box Boron over on Twitter says, if I could only figure out time travel, I'd go back and high-five my 17-year-old self because after all this time, I still fucking hate Incubus. <laughs> Brandon can do <laughs> one no English woman would go for such... What? Brandon can do... I don't understand what this means, but uh. Brandon can do one no English woman would go for such a chump. Nice guest edition, though. You should get Draymond on. Working on it. We'd love to do it. Yeah. Draymond. Got to figure out a way to wheel him down Matt's stairs. <laughs> That's true. That's right. <laughs> Just being uh, the mask in the straitjacket. Yeah. <laughs> Just thumping, thump, thump, thump all the way down. So we got we got somebody who, you know, I thought this guy was gone. I never thought I'd see him again in our comments. And yet there he is. Brad Hicks. Oh. That's right. He said, tell me that Tim K was shirtless, shoeless, and standing on an Aztec rug for the entire recording of this app. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm out. Wow. Empty threats, Brad. Yeah. Listen, Brad, he showed up with his own beaded curtain. That's how dedicated he was. <laughs> That's right. We never actually saw his face. Lauren, I need you to explain this next tweet to me. All right. So we got a tweet to uh, tweeted us from the N for US, the N for us. And it's from the official dry kill logic twitter account it's four nails and it's letting us know dry kill logic they're back new oh, music coming i see that's right the coach did it again another new metal band returns 
There we go. It all, it's all coming together now. I was very confused before. It's just mm-hmm. four nails. And I was like, is this in a coffin? What's going on here? Okay. Cardi D says, another push for issues. Seven strings. Pit activators. Named themselves after the corn album. All compelling arguments. All right. Something to think about. Well, that's it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting, Facebooking, saying hello. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Catch up on every episode of Roach Coach at roachcoach.com. Coach with a K. Ooh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one quick thing. Sure. Uh, in a, an installment I'm going to call Who's Handing Something Directly to Me, um, mm-hmm. I would be absolutely remiss if I did not mention that uh, listener BJ Frost has been to our past two live shows, did bring me his own personal copy of Brandon Boyd's poetry book, White Fluffy Clouds, which is as insane as you would imagine. I have leafed through it. I keep forgetting to bring it here. But Oh, God, we have to have a dramatic yes. reading. Stay tuned, and in a future app, we will have a dramatic reading. And thank you very much, BJ, for being so thoughtful and kind. Thank you, BJ. All right. The album of the week. Mutter by Rammstein. Jenny, when did this album come out? Oh, this album was released on April 2nd, 2001. That's that's the the thick of it. That is the thick of it. Oh, thick of it. Um, Jenny, any history with with Mutter? Uh, No. Like many, uh, I think, people my age in the U.S., I heard like Senshut, and that was about it. And then I was like, oh, flash in the pan, that Rammstein band. Uh, I was wrong, like I was about many things. But uh, no. Lauren, how about you? Um, I remember when this record came out, um, The uh, I, was, uh, I was in college, and uh, there's a gentleman who was in charge of all the metal music at the college radio station that I worked at. And uh, he was like, they're back, they're legit, they're, 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 it, it seemed he seemed very blasé about it like yeah they're back they're the best they're, they're they're crushing you don't own this album what are you a fool what are you a dummy get this in your ears and i did not get it in my ears because this just was not something that was i was that interested in but uh, i know a few of the songs from various other media which we will talk about as we get to them but i did not have this album and um yeah was not a yeah did not give it a full listen until had to do it for the show matt nas okay so the old ramstein or ramstein uh i'm here's what we have to admit right off the bat there's a lot of german in this album like i've always pronounced this album mutter instead of mutter because it's german for mother well he says mutter i i'm basing it off of how he says mutter on the album so that that right there. So everybody who's oh. like hardcore German pronunciation, <laughs> don't don't come. You're to gonna this get episode. a good old fashioned Midwestern American butchering nasal, of your language, nasal butchering of your language. And I'm sorry. So if that is too much, if that's too much of a cross to bear, we will see take you next nap. week. Take a nap, pal. We're gonna yeah. take the L. You're going to take a knee. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No harm, no foul. Um, uh, Jenny, 
who's in uh who's in Rammstein on this oh, album? We've got our boy Till Lindemann on vocals. That tall drink of water. Oh, oh yes. boy. Our boy Till. Richard Z. Uh, Cruspy? I don't know. I'm sorry. It's starting already. <laughs> electric guitar. Uh, Paul H. Landers on electric guitar. Oliver Ollie Rydell on bass guitar. Christoph Doom Schneider on drums. And Christian Flake Lorenz on keyboard. Flake. Flake. Listen. We all love Till. Till's like the easy favorite. But everyone's secret favorite, it's Blake. Of course. I mean, I can't, who's going to yeah. get put in a gimp costume, get put in a box, get jizzed on, and then set on fire? Our Listen, boy Flake. What's I already like, not to I, love? What's not to love about Flake? I like Flake even more uh, having watched the videos for this album. Yeah, Flake's great. Producer on this album is uh, Jacob Hellner with Rammstein. Rammstein. Genre tags. New German hardcore and industrial metal. That's right. I'm so excited. We should mention this album reviewed by quite a few people. Alternative Press, four stars. Entertainment Weekly, B+. Enemy, five out of ten. Oh, who's that? Is that? That name seems familiar. Is that? Jenny, who's that name? I believe it's Robert Kreisgau. The Dean Whoa. of American Rock Critics? That is it, the Dean. Jenny, what do you have to say about this bad boy? Uh, Well, he gave it a star. That's honorable mention. That's honorable mention. <laughs> I love it deciphering his code star is honorable mention listen and- listen i i only had to take i only had to do the enigma code to figure that out okay i only had to, to you know speak to the people who you know the the wind talkers from world war ii i just that's how i figured it out well honorable mention if you want to have a little bit of what what led him to an honorable mention he says pretty funny especially if you can't get enough jokes about classical music so, you know. how fucking obtuse well that's uh, our boy that's, that's our, our boy. boy he liked two songs uh spile her and links and then uh what was it the uh the other favorable review rolling stone gave it three and a half and uh spin six out of ten so spin also a little ambivalent all right. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, album art. Oh, yes. Uh, it's a dead fetus. There we go. So. <laughs> We're in it. We'll leave it at that. We're uh, in it. All right. Here uh, here officially begins the slaughtering of the German language. Mine hurts, Brent. Yes, my heart burns. Oh, what a classic classical music joke right off the bat. Fucking giving it to violins. Ich singe bis 
they're back. Yeah, we have been Rammsteined. We have. Uh, Jenny, thoughts on Mine, Hers, Brent? Um, I I liked it. I didn't think it was particularly new metal. I felt like it was uh, just right in the pocket of what I expect from Rammstein. Very creepy. Love Till's vocals, as always. Till's my boy. Um, grateful to uh, Affinnect, the fan site devoted mm-hmm. to Rammstein for translating all these sweet lyrics to me. Unsurprisingly, it seems to be about uh, some uh, somebody telling like a creepy story about how demons and ghouls and elves come to steal your little hot tears at night. <laughs> Thanks, Till. <laughs> Classic Till. You're a fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, what do you think? You know, I liked how ominous it was. And when I looked up the lyrics and what they meant, that it was like a creepy children's story, of course, fitting with this sort of the fact that the album is called Mother. I said, okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say that they have like a concept album, but we have a theme and they're starting right off with it. I will say, though, and I've said this before, I think on this show and I've said it online, that sometimes these strings and this certain sort of metal meets classical gets very close to that Mannheim steamroller Christmas Ooh. music sound, <laughs> which oh. I find to be as far removed from heavy and cool as possible. And this was a little close to that. But Till does sound awesome. And it does feel more like an intro than like a song, per se. Like, I mean, it's a song, but it still feels like it's like a it's it's a table setting. Like, we're going to kick in on track two. That was my feeling. We just want to um, frighten yeah. some children mm-hmm. before we really get rolling. So let's talk about being afraid. <laughs> sure. Well, hold on. Matt, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I... I listening to it, I kind of agree with what you're saying that I know it's not going to turn into Mannheim Steamroller, but uh, this is a band that totally understands stage picture, like mm-hmm. setting the mood, getting you there. And uh, they're a bunch of creepy fucking Germans, man. <laughs> let's let's Very give creepy. it to them. So um, this album has six singles. Jesus. And it in an interesting twist, five of those singles came out between February 2001 and October of 2002. And then this was single number six. It came out December 7th, 2012. That's right. They did things different. They made a video for it. It's got a couple different versions. It's a piano version. I was pulling up these videos to watch them it was at night that's when i do my notes this video started and i went oh and i closed the window because i was afraid because <laughs> it immediately starts with a person in like a bondage mask on all fours with just their eyes illuminated in the camera that's like the first thing you see and i was like oh so then i like collected myself gave myself a couple days watched it again and um yeah it's insane it's basically, you know what? Let me just read the description that they have in the wiki. In this video, the character of Sa- the Sandman is played by Melanie Gatos. She first appears to a sleeping Richard Crispy, triggering nightmares and sending him into a state of agony. Meanwhile, Till terrorizes the complex of Belitz Heilstetten, 
which acts as an orphanage. He kidnaps the orphan orphans and places them in a cage located in the bathroom. A female warden attempts to defend the children with a shotgun, but Till overpowers her. Uh, they leave this part out, but then he kills her. <laughs> the warden appears both young and old, while Till remains the same age, indicating immortality and paranormal uh, abilities. And this is like a six-minute video. It gets pretty wild, but at the end of the video, all the children escape from the insane, uh, the uh, the orphanage. They burn it down in a big CGI fire, and one of those orphans, Till. Mm. There it is. Classic tale. All right. Up next, we have Lynx. Two, three, four, which means left. Two, three, four. There we go. That's my industrial chug. There they are. That is the Rammstein I know and love. It's so industrial. Jenny, uh. thoughts on Lynx 234? Um, I thought this song was okay. Uh, I, I wasn't like blown away by it. I feel like maybe part of like what makes Rammstein work for me is like just watching them do insane shit live right. like i'm positive that if i saw this and like i don't know till was like beating somebody with a dead bird or something i'd be like oh great but, this is the best yeah i mean i i did i it's appropriate that robert our our dear friend uh reviewed this because i did do a christ go challenge to this and i and i found this to be a great album to just like have like a a straight and steady elliptical very efficient time elliptic mm. to this uh again a christ gow challenge listen once uh just over headphones once over normal speaker and once while either working out or doing some sort of household chore um i did all of those not a chore my house mm. would be spotless if i did chores to this album mm. uh but i i don't know i thought it was okay it, it was sort of just like it, it was almost a little boring to me, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. I don't feel right saying that, but it's true. Lauren, <laughs> what do you think? I thought this was a hot song. I yeah, thought it had a I lot of so. swagger. It gave me a reel. This felt like, because here's the thing. That last record came out in uh, 1996, I want to say. Yeah, 96, 97. Yeah, so this is, I mean, time has passed. 
and they've got to like re-enter. This was actually, I, I thought this was the first single. This was the second single, but uh, just on as in its placement on the album, it felt like a real like we're back, welcome back. Apparently, it is a uh, response to the band being blamed for school shootings. That is one interpretation of it. The music video, I don't want to blow anybody's minds. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well. They did get a lot of shit for Columbine, right? If I remember properly. Yeah, they, they got blamed along with uh, Marilyn Manson. Um, yeah. I think they were the two main people who were targeted. But the music video uses CGI to portray the struggle of an ant colony against attacking beetles. The ants in the video are doing human-like tasks, such as playing football, watching television, and dancing. And when I say dancing, there is a shot where there is a DJ spinning, I'm sorry, an ant DJ spinning Rammstein vinyl, and all the ants are lighting up. Well, they're not, it's not a pit. They're dancing. They're doing, like, formations. And you're like, oh, what a nice little life that the ants have in the ant colony, playing football, soccer. And you know, listening to Rammstein, it's looking great. And then they all go to a, they go to the movies. They go to a movie theater, as one does. And um, there's a Rammstein video playing for this song. They're loving it. All of a sudden, this once again, let's talk about fear. I kept getting scared by all these fucking videos. <laughs> out of the out of the screen comes a giant beetle. Like you're watching it, and all of a sudden, it's like a giant beetle's coming right at you. It's terrifying. Beetle comes in. Kills everybody. Kills all the ants. It's a massacre. Classic. Classic. So according to the wiki, the Beatles symbolize Nazism and the ant colony symbolizes communism. One ant is seen watching what the monstrous beetles are doing. The same ant then goes underground to rally the other ants and kill the beetles, which symbolizes how the left may crush the right if they work together. There's also a right hand belonging to a body lying near a grave with a cross on it at the end of the video covered by ants symbolizing the defeat of the right-hand parties, but then it says citation needed. So Mm. if you can clear that up for us, let us know. Either way, creepy, because, I mean, the the CGI ants are a little uncomfortable, and then on top of it, that beetle scared me. Matt Nas? Um, I love that they have the uh, Just One Fix riff. Um, It's right in my industrial roots, uh, it's hit me right in the industrial roots. Um, nothing more to say about that. I mean, I love this shit. Um, I understand where you're coming from, Jenny. Like, it is fairly repetitive. Um, so I'm looking to see where they go next with this. Because there's only so much, like, st- straight ahead that riff that you can take. Well, let's see what happens. Up next, we've got Sun, which is Sun. <laughs> Die Sonne scheint mir aus den Augen 
Augen. Sie wird heute Nacht nicht untergehen und die Welt zählt laut bis zehn. bit of is that chug is that some chug i hear there was some chug here okay i thought i heard some chug something right right <laughs> chug was here on the wall yeah chug was here jenny thoughts on sun uh, i liked this better than the uh previous song i appreciate it sounded like a, a lot bigger i guess i don't know if that makes sense uh but yeah, this one I thought was pretty interesting. Again, um, I don't know why I kept waiting for it to be new metal. Like, I basically, <laughs> I assumed maybe it wasn't, but I, I kept being like, well, there is some chug here. Maybe some, some new metal happening will occur, but not so much. Um, but I did like it. And that's all I have to say about this song. <laughs> Matt, Lauren, tell me what you feel. Matt, why don't we start with you? Um, way, way, way into that chorus. Like that, it feels like a very Eastern block. Like it feels very, I don't know how else to say it. It feels like Russia. It feels like kind of like, I don't know why I think it's Russian from a bunch of Germans, but it definitely has like that feel to me. I wasn't expecting it to be that grandiose. It definitely sounds big. And then they go right back into the, into the chug. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm liking this record, but I, I'm definitely on the industrial front on it. Uh, yeah. So on, uh, on affinec.com, the fan site for Romstein fans, it says that, according to Wave Advice, this song was originally going to be used as heavyweight champion Vitaly Klesheko's entrance music, but was never used. Um, but the song is references to uh, boxing, and the uh, there's count-off in it, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and out. There was apparently talk of making a music video about a, about a uh, boxer, and he would be walking down down the the entrance way to go to the um the ring i don't know why i can't think of any other things in boxing clearly i'm a real <laughs> boxing head over here there's a glove yes and men thank you a ring Ropes. a ring yes he's walking towards the ring and that he's seen the light of the i can't think of fucking anything right now he's looking at the light it's from the light the light yes. from the light anyway so they had this idea for the video and then they were mixing the song, uh, and there's there's multiple things, but basically, um, they all of the members of the band were watching Snow White, as Romstein does, and they said, "Oh, put on Sun in the background over Snow White," and they were like, "We got a fucking video right here." <laughs> so, 
if I'll just I, I had to write this down because they don't they don't give the full description here in the um on the wiki. But the band is basically a bunch of miners, but they're also these seven dwarfs for Snow White. And they are mining for her gold that she then smashes into a powder and snorts as a drug. They love her. And, um, but when they do something bad, she spanks them and they do a lot of forced perspective to make it seem like she is much, much bigger than them. And so you get a scene where, um, she has uh, one of the members over her knee and she is spanking him. And, uh, I don't want to blow any minds, but uh, I think he's into it. And then, uh, what really brought the video home was that there's a line of the other people all waiting to get spanked by her in front of that line is our boy Flake. And the of look on his face, the look on his face is, um, he's ready. He's ready for his, his body is ready. His body is ready. And, um, but anyway, she, um, she's really careless with these gold drugs that these guys are digging up for. She, um, overdoses and dies in the tub. So then Romstein has to put her in the, um, in the classic glass casket, carry her up to the top of a mountain. And then they mourn her for an extremely long period of time and they are weeping and there is a shot of till with a tear streaked face that i went this guy this fucking guy they go for it they go for it because let me tell you these look like real tears (laughs) and they are like upset like this isn't like a two second shot like they are upset that this woman is dead i mean yeah good (laughs) Yeah, I know. Kind of the opposite of everything we've experienced so far. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah. true. And uh, and then at the very end of the video, an apple falls off a tree above the glass casket, shatters the casket. She catches it back to life. And they are like, whoa. And then the video ends. Wow. Here comes the zona. And, um, it's a phoenix I- tale. It is a phoenix tale. Um, so we haven't talked too much. Too much. The comments on... This website, Affinec, are insane. And I don't really want to read any of them because it seems like everybody just rolled in and is like, we think Romstein is Nazis. Did you notice this, Jenny? I didn't I read the comments. Smart move. Thank they're you. Pretty, they're pretty bad. So I was like, wait a minute. There's only one comment section I trust. Mm-hmm. Songmeanings.com. My website. It's the only place you should read the comments. They showed the fuck up. SL8734. Great username. This song is a metaphor about the desires in human life, the way we perceive it, and how it is perceived if we are standing outside of our lives. There's a song called Coma Black, which I'm still trying to figure out the meaning behind it, but I think both songs get out the same message. As much as we crave to fulfill our desires and dreams and goals, which summarizes the point of life, it's simply impossible to truly satisfy your desires. You always want more. Think about the last time you had sex or masturbated. You go through all the effort just to satisfy your desire to get an orgasm, but when it really comes, it's very short, and afterwards, it's not as satisfying. Well, think about all the other desires you crave to achieve. Maybe getting an A in class, 
Well, when you do get an A, you realize it doesn't feel as good as you thought and you want more. You want to get an A the next time. Then the next time your report card comes, it's simply not enough. Well, then you might argue that the deepest human desire is to be happy. Well, if you relate the metaphor in this song to fulfilling the desire to be happy, survive, it's like saying our deepest desire is to survive. But while we are, we realize being alive isn't enough. We want more. This is why we have all of the other goals and desires, but relate it back. You can never be happy as long as we are in the supposed reality world being alive relating back to the song life is about counting and waiting and suffering while waiting for the supposed light that we'll never get and when you get it it can burn you and blind you and give you all the other things you don't expect and don't necessarily want okay thank you wow (laughs) uh well, that was exhausting. <laughs> Are you anybody else Lauren, need a nap? <laughs> yeah, Lauren, I'm gonna let you take a quick snoozle. And Thank you. We will. Uh, and that's what I call it every time I hit my snooze on my a alarm clock. Little, snoozle? little snoozle. Oh, I'm just gonna take a little snoozle. Yeah, I'm like ah, oh, one more snoozle. Anyway, there's a peek behind the curtain. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Each Feel. Each feel. That was close. Ichville. Ichville. Ich. I guess. It's called I Want in English. So what's your guess as to what's happening in the concert right now? Well, right now, Flames, 100%. I don't think Flames ever stop at a Romstein show. It's just varying levels of their intensity. Okay. But right now, you've got Flake is hitting a lot of buttons, but he's also doing a weird wiggly dance. Do you think that that lady is on stage with them, the one who just sang that, like, hi? I think that's a sample. I don't think they bring any ladies on stage. I think everyone in the entire place dicks out. (laughs) 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 I don't think there's one single constrained dick in the arena. It is schlong fest. That's why you got to be careful if you go to a Rammstein show. Wear goggles. Along a ding dong. Wear goggles. Close your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> wear, wear, wear a respirator. Yeah. You know, you know what? Don't wear a shirt you like, okay? <laughs> wear one that you're thinking about getting rid of. No wonder they wear all that vinyl. It's so easy oh. to clean. I mean, they, they walk backstage and they're just like, time to get hosed down. Mm. Um, Jenny, what did you think of this song, Dicks Out, besides, besides uh, the Dicks Out? Yeah, besides the Dicks Out, I felt like I, I'm getting a, an industrial immersion. I feel like I'm I'm having I just kept thinking this whole time like very German. Very German. My stereotype of Germany, having never been there, was just being reinforced. Each time I'm like very German, very industrial, very driving. 
everything just feels like driving, driving, driving. I assume that's like a very industrial thing. I don't know too much about industrial music. Um, but I liked it. I liked it. I think I'd like it better if I was seeing it live. Uh, and that, you know, with with dicks contained, I don't think I'd love going somewhere. Just Please house those ponies. Yes, please. Yes. Put the hogs back in the pen or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, what do you think? Um, I, I, I really like this one. I mean, I feel like these are these are familiar riffs, but they're like the good kind of familiar like i'm just like yeah this is this is the type of riff i want from these guys it's very propulsive and also i am i hear that beepy boppy flake keyboard stuff and i'm like it gets me excited like something's about to happen like i feel like they've never given you that sort of beepy boppy and not delivered right um and in a i i watched all the music videos for this one this one was the least scary um, of the videos and still very unnerving uh it's the band taking part in a bank robbery um and oh, i've seen um, this video this one i've seen yep it's pretty crazy flake has a bomb strapped to him they kill a lot of people but the key part is early on in the video like very beginning they're all getting off a prison bus and you guys they look really hot every single one of them hmm <laughs> like like they like i was just like jesus christ these guys and then also this is during the era in which till has decided that he's straight up mohawking it yeah he can do it don't worry about it can he all right well if anybody can pull it off no i didn't jenny did you not watch these videos because you're now engaged yeah and you didn't want something to happen (laughs) yeah i didn't want something to happen with me in the video (laughs) Uh, I, I find it hard to believe that any person can pull off a mohawk, but I suppose if anybody was going to, it'd be Till. Um, and I want to mention uh, one comment. One, the one good comment on affinneck.com was from Janetta Gunter, who said, I thought this was a bop before, but now that I know the lyrics, a bop times 500. Wow. Ooh, it's a real slapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Nas. Um... We're getting a little bit samey. Um, I just showed Jenny oh, a picture of Till no. with the mohawk. No. no. Oh, no. my God. See, if I had known that he was going to look see. like Let that. Let me see. Let me no, see which a, one. No. No. Oh. No. Definitely not. All right. I can't handle it. Um, well, see, no, that's great. I could have watched the video. I'm not saying that, like, you're not allowed to think it's it's hot but for me that's going to be a no go it is a hard pass but no uh <laughs> it's a, it's a hard pass but yeah i am I, at that point where i want them to do a little bit more uh they seem to have set things up for creepy whisper in the microphone are we going to get to a chorus lady take it you know like I need a little bit. I need some guttural till here. All right. <laughs> then I think you're I think we're right on time with this next one, Jenny. What do we got? Oh, wouldn't it be great if I could pronounce this? Uh F- Oh, Foyer Fry? Yeah, Foyer Fry. Fire Free. Oh, this is a classic. This is the Triple X song. That's fucking right. 
Because it would definitely be activated. My God. So if you've ever seen the movie Triple X, that movie starts in a Romstein concert with them playing this song. There's fire. People have flamethrowers attached to their faces. Tilt is rocking the Mohawk. And in my opinion, making it work. Your opinion may vary. <laughs> and while this is going on, there's a secret agent attempting to smuggle out some item. He is murdered at the show. Mm. They don't stop the show. Why would you? They keep going. Tremendous. It'd be a very Tremendous. different movie if they just stopped the show. I. They would, it would be. They would be and like, hold on. Follow Everybody the okay? lives of those mourning... <laughs> This person killed the show. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. I mean, it's a straight ahead crusher. Bomb drop, you know, bomb drop sound effects in the background. It's got a killer flake solo. It's about releasing long held anger. Great. Perfect. Jenny? Uh, yeah, I was glad to hear this song. I didn't realize that it was in Triple X, and I thought you were talking about a wrestler, and then I realized <laughs> that would be Triple H. And then I just, I don't know, guys. <laughs> then I drifted away. <laughs> then I drifted away. Then Matt activated a pit. Brought you right back in. Yeah, brought me right back in. Uh, then I started thinking about, I don't even know what. Anyway, liked the song. This is the hard-hitting commentary you come here for. You crave it. Matt? So it's interesting. I activated the pit, but it's an industrial pit, which isn't like, uh, like a, a circle pit or like, when people go off like they normally do with new metal, like there's already been so much chanting and fist pumping to, uh, to, to, to this album so far. But I feel like this is, if there's ever going to be that breakout of like the sea of people going at it, this would be it. What does an industrial pit look like? It's, it's a little bit different. Like when I saw ministry live back in back when they were touring Psalm 69 same tour I saw it was check this lineup I have mentioned it before but I will mention it again that this tour was way cooler than I was when I saw it your opener helmet thank you sepultura touring chaos ad wow thank you again ministry touring psalm 69 why did they let you in <laughs> they didn't check for cred- credentials i guess security back then very lax i have an insane story about this and I'll, I'll i'll just do this uh so my brother and i went to the show with two of my friends my brother could drive we could drive but i don't know how it all worked out he was like 18 or something anyway we go to perry drugs and one of my friends buys robitessin 
Robitussin to Robo Trip uh, during the show. And basically, he tries to buy it in the back instead of the front. So the whole thing's like, it was like weird. So the Perry drug thought we were stealing it. And then my brother's like, are you just trying to get drunk? I have booze. <laughs> and uh, and then they mixed vodka and uh, Mountain Dew and we saw this show. Uh, wow. Classic. This is a classic teen move. Michigan yeah. State Fairgrounds. Okay. It, to me, an industrial pit, I imagine it's just a bunch of like... It's leather jackets and sweat. And like, are they just like moving their shoulders up and down really fast and kind of <laughs> bobbing their head a little bit? Well, uh, there is action. Like, lots of push pits break out in industrial shows. A lot of crush. Like, just straight, like, just getting crushed. Oh. So then you have to push back and just, like, create space. Yeah. I got crushed at a hippo's show once I get in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I yeah. had severe bruises. So there's a lot of that. There's a mm. lot of that. Like the crowd moves and people just are pumping their fists the whole time. It, it's kind of like being in the show and it's like, whoa, whoa, where are we going? Whoa, 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 we're going over here now. Like the whole crowd moves. I see. Rather than like everybody's going berserk. Right. Mm-hmm. Kind Different. of like. Uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl. You're getting a, a, a sneak peek into when we record these. And there was this very small, or probably average size woman who just looked small compared to every football player and coach and athletic person who was around. But she kept trying to... Um, Talk to Tom Brady, right? Yeah. And she kept disappearing. And I was watching them like, where is she? Where is she? Is she okay? She's getting crushed. So if you think... Tom, uh, and everybody was just smashing her and pushing her around. Uh, this has to be a big moment for you. Ugh! Yeah. There was a second where, like, we lost her. I was watching it with a group of my friends. We're like, we lost her. Where is she? They're like, they're pulling her up. They're pulling her up. <laughs> hey, if somebody falls, you got to get them back up. Yeah, it was a different kind of pit. That's that Super Bowl pit. Ugh. Why? Oh, boy. Like, are we ready to go on to the next song or what? Or what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Up next is the titular track, Mooder, Mutter, or Mother. Take your pick. In my restless dreams, I still see that town. <laughs> Silent Hill. Ich durfte keine Nippel 
This one's from the heart. <laughs> Is it uh, about killing your mom? No. <laughs> well, it probably would be, except for it seems to me that this song is about a man who never had a mother because he was born from an experiment. Oh, and the man in the song seeks revenge against the mother that never gave birth to him while at the same time expressing love for the same mother, exposing the duality in some mother-son relationships in which hate and love exist in parallel to each other. The translation to this song made me want to like not have a body anymore. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> go on. Oh no. The tears what? of senile childs. I put them on a white hair, throw it in the air, the wet chain. Is the wet chain an umbilical cord? I don't know. I I think it is. Yeah. Uh, the wet no chain. No breast cries milk to me. That was one. Uh, I could not lick the nipples. Didn't need that. I did love this, though. Uh, Made in hate and without sperm. Classic. Classic. I think it was uh, the breast crying, licking nipples thing that I was like, I don't want to read that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like hissing at it. No, no. Till. What the fuck? Uh the the song itself i don't know i imagined it being uh written on a ship of some kind on rough seas someone with a mandolin <laughs> yeah i don't know weird song uh but in line with what i expect lauren what do you think uh i thought it had a nice grind i wrote ballad with a question mark when clearly it is a ballad i don't know why i was so unsure when i was taking my notes Apparently, I'd read somebody said that it's based on the bad experiences that Till and Richard Crespi had with their mothers. Oh. Um, apparently so bad that they thought they had been made in a tube, mm. born of hate, without sperm. <laughs> the music video, once again, uncomfortable. You've got Till, bald, in a hole in the ground that he is trapped in. There's a cage on top. He looks dirty. He looks very uncomfortable. He is moaning the song. He is contorting his body in weird ways that make you feel like you should probably leave. <laughs> like, uh, do you want me to go? You seem uncomfortable. <gasps> yes. <clears throat> yes. Throw me the wet rope. <laughs> well, so then we cut to. Are you t- cool that my dong's out? <laughs> <laughs> well, then we cut to Till again with hair on a rowboat. Oh. And. Then he's rowing, and then it turns out he's visiting himself in the ground without hair. He gives him a bowl of water, which he takes and drinks, and then he leaves. I'm back on his rowboat. All right, and so the he video... was in fresh water. Yes. He's yes. taking care of the child within. Yeah, and at the very end of the video, Till in the hole finds a dead rat and is poking at it to see if it's actually dead. And you guys, I kind of believe it was a real rat um but also i was trying to imagine like when they make these videos like obviously they're going for like a certain mood or whatever but it's still also like a professional production you know there's like craft services and like a director of photography and all of those things and we're just trying to imagine like everybody you know everybody's professional you know so nobody even 
this is just yeah we're working on this video and this guy's going to be rolling around in the dirt and poking dead rats and yeah that's fine whatever i yeah i got when are we done we done now i gotta go home to my family you know but it was still funny just to imagine that sort of weirdness going on anyway (laughs) mad look we all gotta make a buck you know yeah yeah let's hear that next track all right this is called spieler Maybe. Ein kleiner Mensch stirbt nur zum Schein, wollte ganz alleine sein. Das kleine Herz stand still für Stunden, so hat man es für tot befunden. Es wird verscharrt in nassem Sand mit einer Spieluhr in der Hand. Sounds like Power Man 5000. In KMFDM <laughs> and Ministry. <laughs> There a drop? Yeah, there's a drop. crunchy riff there's a a crunch here so this song is about a little baby or something who wants to be all alone so plays dead so effectively the villagers bury this small child with the music box and then uh there's like some sort of a chill and then the child appears to be like cool and then it just like plays this music box and then um the child sings from the ground i think we heard a little bit of that um so real nightmare fuel here right so they they eventually hear the music and dig the kid back out of the ground um yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a classic tale. <laughs> it's tale a classic time. Sure. You know what? I you know, I just love the uh, you know, the Rammstein, you know, song meanings. Um, Till, what uh what you got any song ideas? Anything brewing? What do you, what I do you have got? an idea about a baby who doesn't look like he's living. So they bury him with a music box and he plays the music box, so they unbury him. Cool, sounds good. Flake, you got any beeps and bops for us? <laughs> Once again, I cannot make art without you. 
That's my um, best flake. That's my oh best my God. flake. So I got to mention, songmeanings.com. Um, all these songs have between uh, 15 and 52 comments. And um, they're all giant blocks of text. And I'd already read one, which um, I briefly had to, you know, take a sabbatical for and recover from. I might need to have that again with this comment that I have to read to you. It's from commenter Veteran. And it goes a little something like this. I want you to imagine this first part isn't all caps. This song is my life. Thank you, Rammstein, for making this song. Hmm. I, I am can't, the boy buried in the earth. I am the... Oh, I can't describe with words beauty of both melody and lyrics. That melody alone sends me into another place while I'm listening to it. Words, and then he quotes a bunch of German words, mean everything to me. I made a huge tattoo with these words across my whole back. (laughs) I don't need to say anything more about how much it means to me. Then he goes on. This is the part of the song in which Till sings about total loneliness, and I think that Unkind Engel Steig Hero pretty part have much to do with atheism, and that is one of the main reasons I made this tattoo. As I like to think of the other part, Nerder Regan Wind Am Grab is generally about loneliness of all humans, not just the kid in the song, and loneliness comes from our ego and selfishness. In other words, for me, this part of the song means all caps, we are born alone, we die alone, or simply life's a bitch sad but true great perfect comment rolling in commenter seven days responds and says you're a smart man this is the best comment i have ever seen wow that's dangerously close to the genius list (laughs) it's so close right in the neighborhood right in the neighborhood Jenny, I, I I just want to thank you again for creating this website. No it is problem. A gift. Mm. Genius mm. adjacent. No problem. All right. Let's keep going through this bad boy. Up next, we've got Switter. Absolutely sounds like all of these songs are just giving them time in the live show to set up their props for the audience to either get blood, fire, or jizz on them. Mm. Because like they're formatting nearly all of these songs exactly the same, where they establish a riff, and then here comes Till, and he's like, Hastu einen Krankenfester gesehen? Raw! 
like that's it which is by the way have you seen the nurse uh the oh. that's about all. hast du einen guten tag gehabt well have you have you had a good day um but like i just feel like they understand where their bread and butter is and it's in their live show so these songs le- lend them the time to do theatrics more than it lends to a repeatable, like, or excuse me, drastically different stylistic choices. They seem to have found the format that works, and it's all a variation of of Duhast. Matt, are you putting out there into the world that Rammstein is really just the German fish? Is that what you're saying right now? <laughs> Wow. Is that what you're saying? Is that you're saying that that really the music is secondary to the show? You just got to go follow Rammstein and their dildos across America as they tour. How many times has Flake jizzed on you? Look, look, they just finished the first set. They're going to come out. They're going to do the second set. Who knows what they're going to improvise? I mean... It could be tentacle dick time. It could be LED through the mouth time. There's so much we haven't seen. I mean, they already played Mooter. They haven't played Mooter since fucking Red Rocks 2012. (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Matt, I'll have you know, just doing a bit of a, I wouldn't call it a deep dive, a cursory dive. The fandom and the, the notations on the wiki on how often songs are played, like Mooter and whatnot, is fish level. Like, they haven't played Mooter since 2012. Are they going to put it back into the tour? Are they going to set Richard Crispy on fire? Will he be Richard Crispy? I don't know. Did he, did he use the flame gauntlets again? Yeah. You understand. Just, you understand I, my I know, commentary, I, though. Like, I know what you're saying, though, because you, the, the the feeling is one of that. It, it does seem to be all sort of set up like, "Hey, we can't go out and set ourselves on fire to old songs. We got to get some new shit. We got to set ourselves on fire to new songs." But also, if they're like, "Okay, so like this, what is twelve songs on this track list? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven songs." Um, they're th- going to think theatrically about all of it, right? And then they're going to think about pacing and then the actual getting of props and things like that. So they kind of need this like lull that they get from Till's vocals here to really set themselves up to be able to do, uh, we're just going to put Flake in the box and then... Um, pee on him i think it's really thought out like i really think that they have the formula that they need to make their live show a success but on the first listen and again i'm not a diehard uh fan but like i I can see what they're doing and why they're doing it Mm -hmm. jenny thoughts on twitter um i i liked it yeah, it's good. All of it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree, though. Now that you're saying that, Matt, it's kind of making me like consider this in a bit of a different way. Because um, that is sort of, I could totally see that, like building that in when you're making these songs. And it, yeah, I mean, 
I would imagine that's what makes people like have such like a, a huge fandom for them. Mm-hmm. It's probably not just the music. I don't know. I mean, I like the music, but no. It, but I think there's an exper- There's a visceral experience that they attach to every one of these songs in the live setting, and visually with the with the videos like that you're talking about here. They are such a total package band, but mm-hmm. each part of the package can be taken apart. Like it's it's a it's almost like a collector's dream, right? Like. You take something like Mooter with the video with Till going to see himself. There's enough going on where you can read into it. There's enough subjectiveness where it can mean what you need it to mean. There's enough going on with the songs that you can just like it on the surface level of like, yeah, it's a pretty kick-ass song. It's also like you have to decipher German to English to kind of understand what they're saying there. And then there's the stage performance of it, which could be completely different too so there's a lot of elements to the fandom that i could totally see people getting behind a hundred percent and just on a casual cursory listen i hear a lot of repetitive themes and motifs come up which again christgau nailed with classical music because themes and motifs come up quite a lot in the scene. We've been work. laughing at all the jokes the whole time. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. each one funnier than the last. Oh man! I mean, Till. I mean, catch. He's he's got a tight five on on uh, on classical music, and uh, another tight five on um. Well, what this song is about, which is apparently hermaphrodites. So I don't know if we mentioned that. Apparently, Zwitter translates to hermaphrodite. Two sex. Which somebody so. helpfully pointed out means they have both a dick and a pussy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, Prowler. No, I'm totally into that, man. All right. Is That's that cool. something? Is that something you look for in a potential mate? Yeah. No. Let me just say. Uh, I mean, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, well. Okay. So I, think I, I think I came in a little bit half cocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know right. what I mean? He, Come on. Uh, he's, he's, he's embarrassed. Well, you know all what? Right. I think that uh, everyone is beautiful and mm-hmm. deserves love and fulfillment. Um, up next, we've got Ryan Rouse in Out. anybody's minds here but i think this song is about sex yeah baby i'm back 
Yeah, yeah. This is just a song about fucking. The lyrics, the translation on these, Jenny, boy, oh boy, Till really, really went for it on this one. He did. And I have to say, for as much as Offenect maybe hadn't come through with the comments, this one did, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to read a couple to you. Okay. If you have the time, boys. Oh, we got it. We got Uh, it. Commenter Jeff says, The reference elephant in a needle's eye is both a play on a biblical phrase and also innuendo. The elephant's trunk represents the penis and the needle's eye represents the vagina. Look closely at the eye of a needle and you'll see what I mean. (laughs) So, (laughs) if anybody wants to know... What a vagina looks like. If you look at the head of a needle, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see what I mean. Oh, <laughs> yes. It looks like a good old flappy vajayjay, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, never have I heard a more accurate description. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, go ahead, Lauren, what's that? Just, you know, just some, you know, some girl, you know, a guy and a girl, very young, maybe they're teens and, you know, they disrobe and he looks at it and he goes, oh my gosh, that looks like the eye of a needle. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, that classic thing we all said when we saw <laughs> yes. each other naked for the first time. That's right. Oh, man. Mother, the eye of my needle is bleeding. <laughs> 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 What's happening? Uh, thread it, my good daughter. <laughs> thread it. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's what uh. all that practice was for. Uh, Maria says, I love it when me sings an elephant in the eye of a needle. I'm only writing this because I'm drunk, and this has nothing to do with this song. But, crazy fact, elephants have their testicles inside their bodies. So... Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Maria. Good night, Maria. You sweet angel. I feel like Maria only posted that because no one else was home in her apartment at that point. (laughs) She couldn't wake anybody up. She's like, I know. I'll go to affinec.com. Those people get me. Yeah. Um, What I thought was interesting is that, you know, it has this very, for lack of a better word, cocky, arrogant vibe to it. It's, you know, it's Romstein, it's Till. He's saying deeper, deeper, say it, say it loud. You know, I am well within your skin and a thousand elephants break out. But then the final verse, the ride was short. I am sorry. I climb off. I have no time. I must go now to the other horses. They also want to be ridden. Mm. Classic. Classic Classic Till. Hey. Fuck them and forget them, right? That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) There's a million needles in a haystack, baby, and I'm a fuck them all. (laughs) This is the episode you find out we're all dirt bags. Oh, yes. Fuck them and forget them. The Roach Coach story. (laughs) Three Three married, two married, and one engaged person. Yep. Obviously, we have not. <laughs> Fuck them and uh, remember them. And remember them and then bind yourself to them for life. For life. Yeah. Uh, the Roach Coach story. That's, that's right. it. Oh, what do we uh, got next? Oh, we've got adios, which means goodbye. 
Whoa, what's happening here? You're going to want to go to 149 because that's when the chorus hits and then something awesome happens. favorite song in the album and that is my favorite part of the song that i don't even know what that that jaunty beepy boy guitar i remember every the first time i heard it i went oh hello i said that out loud to myself <laughs> i went oh hello here we go yeah i love it jenny thoughts on adios uh, this is also my favorite song on the album uh, so I won't crush any dreams with that one. <laughs> um, I felt like this is what I've been waiting for the whole album. This is a ripper. Yeah. Like this is a great song. Um, apparently about drug use of some kind. Sure. Yeah. I believe it. But yeah, it was fun. It was exciting. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Madness. Love it. Love it. Love it. Want to hear it again. Uh, how respectful of our time is this record? This record comes in at 45 minutes and two seconds. Man, this this album rips. It rips. It's got places to be. And um, that place is, you know, in a fire pit probably. Uh, I won't read the whole comment, but there is a comment on songmeanies.com from SilasMoon89 where they talk about how that it's obviously about heroin because uh, heroin gives you constipation and also hallucinations. And then it goes to define every part about, um, about constipation and everything. And, uh, but they misspell heroin every single time. And um, somebody had to roll in. Uh, they posted this comment on June 25th, 2003, November 28th, 2017, X Ryak rolled in and said, "More like heroin. Better late than never, bro." Wow, got it. You did got it. Him. Boom. Got did him. It. You got it. Suck it. Take it. Yeah, he took Dude. it. Dude, yeah, front row, covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've only got one track left, and it's called Nebel.
So, like, right now, I feel like I'm on a science ride. A science ride? <laughs> you ever like, been body to... wars? <laughs> you ever been to, like, um, you know, Epcot Center? Yeah. That's where I saw body wars. Exactly. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's just, like, I'm in the waiting tunnel <laughs> for a science ride. Oh, you're waiting to get on, um, uh, what's, what's the uh, roller coaster that's inside? Space Mountain. Space Mountain. This is what they played before Space Mountain. Yeah, they played Nebel. Yeah. It, it just has a very like, this is the future, and this is tomorrow, Blade Runner 2049. This is better than Blade Runner 2049, but most things are. Wow. Um, Shot fired. Uh, it can take it. It fucking sucks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it can take it. It fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 oh, do you hear that guy's going to make Dune now? I'm like, how many fucking boring movies is this guy going to make in his life? Most of them, All apparently. of them, I guess. All of them. Everyone's like, look who's going to be in Dune. I'm like, cool. It'll suck. Like He's remaking yeah. The English Patient. It's going to be oh. awesome. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know what? This movie needs another hour. Uh, uh, anyway. Take that, true. burn victims. Wow. <laughs> For real. You roasted. Um, Jenny, what'd you think of this song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Matt a very stern look for like, his roast. Not cool, Matt. Oh, uh, I thought that it was interesting to get like a, I bet, I wonder like how many people have had their first dance to this song. Um, I'll tell you what, it's going to be at least one come <laughs> September. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no. man. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Uh, so you're walking down the aisle to yeah. Rooster, and then your first yeah. dance is to Romstein. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to stay. At some point, Roland is going <laughs> to oh. be played. Oh, and Lauren and I are staying I know. the night. I've ordered uh, yeah. exactly four chairs and one table for the wedding because I'm aware of how many people are going to stick around. <laughs> It's going to be cheap. It's well, just going to be That'll it. be a sign. It's like, I don't think Jenny wants us to stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I thought the song was all right. Uh, a slow boy. I was curious if they ever play it live, uh, but not curious enough to look it up. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there it is. Uh, there Lauren, it is. what do you think? Uh, you know, this is the things I wrote in my notes. Fog. Moody synths. That was basically what it had. And then uh, I went to songmeanings.com to see what the song was about. And um, I feel like this is a bit of a tie-in. If you might remember our live show, you guys were both there. We were all mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And we read a comment from someone who said that they were with a guy, but they had to break up with them. Because if they stayed together, 
he would die. Yes. Yes. So I, then I read this comment and I'm like, same? Is this what she was talking about? The way I see it, oh, I'm sorry, the, the commenter's name is Jeromophone, mm-hmm. which I of believe course, is a, of course a it co- is. combination of the name Jerome and Typhoon or Buffoon. I don't know. The way I see it, it's about a young couple walking across the beach. And he has young in um, brackets, just to let you know. Hey, this is a young couple. The girl knows that she is going to die and wants to tell her boyfriend, but she can't. Instead, she asks him for a last kiss. One of the most tragic and beautiful songs I've ever heard, and definitely Rammstein's best ballad. Wow. It's just like a Nicholas Sparks novel, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't this a walk to remember? Yeah. That's Isn't that pretty much it. That's it. The, you better remember this walk because one of us ain't making it to the yeah. end of it. Someone's eating shit at the end of this. That's and right. I mean, permanent shit. Permanent shit. None of that shit you get rid of. Mm-mm. Mm. This is not a spill. Well, it, it's a tumble into the afterlife. Yeah, that's true. That um, is what Nicholas Sparks should name his next book. A tumble into the a afterlife. A tumble into the afterlife. And maybe it's about like a gymnast. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. That oh, one's do you want to give Nick. all these? Oh, wow. Giving away million dollar <laughs> ideas like there that. There you go, all buddy. Right. Think of me. Mm. Sparks, you got it. Sparks, uh, you motherfucker. Sparks, you've you done it again, bro. All right, Come bro. on, man. Here's another Just one. Take us into the universe, yeah. man. This one's called... Uh, the the uh, Hand That Held the Stars. Yeah. And it's about um, this person is a masseuse to the um, celebrities in Hollywood, but then they're going to die. But, yeah. <laughs> They find out like they have a terminal disease that can only be cured through the love of a good partner. Right. Um, uh, but then there's mistrust, so he gets or she gets extra sick. Yeah, right. And then um, they they pass, but then the love brings them back. I'm not good at this. <laughs> Here, take all, take all of my money. <laughs> Channing Tatum just signed. That's right. He's playing everybody. Yep. <laughs> it's all Channing. It's a real multiplicity situation. Yeah, it's Channing Tatum on Channing Tatum action. That's right. That's right. I believe that's the end of the album. It is. It all sure right. Is. All right. Then I guess that brings us to the part of the episode we like to call Cannon Talk. Channing, why don't you start us off? I like this album. Um, even though it didn't sound like I did. So <laughs> that's the journey of doing things with me. Uh, I liked it overall. I didn't think it was new metal. There were hints of chug. There's a couple crunchy moments, but overall I thought this was new German. Uh, what is it? New oh, German hardcore. hardcore. Yeah. New German hardcore. That, that very specific genre that was raised by Rammstein's existence uh, and industrial. So while I enjoyed visiting with Till, mohawk or no and going on the wild ride of these lyrics um i'm gonna have to say no does not belong on the canon lauren what do you think uh yeah i thought this was a very good album it felt more straight ahead than uh sensuck more ready for mass consumption but still 100 percent romstein romstein plenty of quality riffs but sadly not new metal matt nas Agreed. 
There you have it. So, uh, Mutter, not in the canon. Rammstein, not being inducted in the canon. But uh, we appreciate it. We had a good time listening to it. Thank you a lot. Thank you a lot. That's a thing people say. Thank you a lot. <laughs> we you murderers? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you a lot. We we found out a lot about each other this episode. Oh, we did. We did. It was we a really true journey. Did. Um, and that does bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Coach with a K. Uh, catch up on every episode at roachcoach.com. Uh, get yourself a sweet Roach Coach tea. It's summertime. is coming. It's coming. It's going to be That's here right. so quick. You better be ready with your Roach Coach tea. I mean, it was 60 degrees here today. And it's the day after the Super Bowl we're recording this. I'm, yeah. Summer might already be here. Who so. knows? It's a soft t-shirt. It, it is. Sure is. I just shipped one out. We had a purchase. Nice. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. that's great. All right. Well, perfect. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Ronnie Neely, for purchasing a t-shirt. You're so comfy. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.